0: Hi, friends. Welcome to the Edge of Fear podcast, hosted by Liz Basil-Lewison at Liz Without a Pillow. Each week, I'll be bringing you some different insights, lessons, and laughs with an end goal of a more empowered and authentically happier human race. Everybody's got a story, and everybody's story is important. Let's do this.
1: All right. Today's episode is called What the Fuck Is Going On because I feel like I have one hundred and fifty seven times already like been like I am so confident about this journey and I feel like I'm gonna come on tonight and have my voice and then I get, you know, three quarters of the way through or halfway through it and I totally lose track of what I'm talking about and I get nervous and I start to distract myself. Or I save it wrong or I record an episode over another episode. And so I am over here thinking I'm on like episode nine and I'm on like episode fucking four. So that's a huge difference. And like besides that it's just a massive waste of time and energy. I also then like can't get out of my head that the first episode was so much better and I was like so much more in flow the first time I tried to do this. And That may be the case, but this is what you guys are getting. So I really want to ask for feedback. And I think that in the future, what I'll do is I will throw something out on my Instagram at Liz without a pillow. And I'll like ask you questions there and then I'll answer it on a podcast. Melissa Urban do the thing does that on hers. And I love that. And a lot of obviously everybody does that like on their Instagram. But I just really love that. So I also want to ask for like things that you guys want to talk about. Like I'll probably ask on my Instagram and then you guys can either like send me videos or you can type out questions. But yeah, so I'm going to steal another thing from the Almost 30 podcast that I am obsessed with and they read their favorite review on iTunes. So this is me asking for a rate and review, but I'm also going to read my favorite DM that I got. I'm so grateful for this DM. Okay. I'm just legit so grateful that you're doing what you're doing in the way you're doing it. I think that a lot of people trying to inspire or encourage others do it in a way that comes across like my way is right and your way is wrong. And if you're not doing X, Y, and Z, your life will be unhappy. You're fucking real, practical, not condescending, and leave space for your audience to be different types of humans with different lifestyles. Like I think Amazon and its owner are scum and ruining shit, but I'm not going to tell a mom with four children and no extra time relying on the convenience of Amazon that she's an asshole for using it. There's a lot of holier than now coming from this enlightenment mindfulness movement that is so disconnecting. I'm thankful that you are uniquely you and can offer helpful advice without isolating those who it just doesn't work for. Thank you so much, Britt, for that amazing message. You literally like made my day. I can't even tell you how much that means to me because that really is what it's all about. That's my catchphrase and I'm sticking to it. But that's, that's really the message. Oh my God. I literally hate myself for this, but that is the message. Like I just want us all to accept each other for however we are. And so I feel like I'm really fucking weird most of the time. And I like want to acknowledge that to you guys. But I think that that's like where my humanity is, at least like in my own perspective of myself, which is really hard to see. And really hard to understand, and this is these are really hard navigate, really hard waters for me to navigate right now. So I, I really appreciate you guys and like your feedback. If you could write a review, rate and review me on iTunes, like that is how I will get seen, and that is how this message will get heard. So if anything that I've talked about so far has resonated with you, and if you've made it this far with me, then I guess you have. That's so funny, like for me to say that this early on, but honestly, like if you've been with me through the Instagram journey at all so far already like I am so grateful for you guys you are all supporting me so much from the you know early stages like day one 600 followers that I was stuck at for like three months you know 100 followers ago A- and you guys literally like donated to my GoFundMe lizing the dream that is still open if anybody wants to send any funds for the content upgrades that will need to happen but you guys are like so amazing and I am just so grateful for you so I I want to maybe like once a week or every episode I will read like my favorite DM or maybe reviews on iTunes. I would so appreciate it. You guys are the best. I am naming this episode as such because I feel like I am a hot mess and I was listening to the Do The Thing podcast with uh, Melissa Hartwig, the creator of Whole30. And she's a brilliant human. I love her and she's beautiful and she's wonderful. And she had a drug addiction that she talks about on her podcast and also like on her Instagram story and everything. But she's an avid exerciser and she's just like a brilliant, brilliant human. And, you know, created this exclusionary diet that has like changed the lives of millions. And that's where I, you know, got the phrase food freedom that I reference in the drug freedom episode. So she's wonderful. I endorse her fully. But anyway, this morning was about perfectionism. I think it was maybe called perfectionism versus striving for excellence. And she just talks about how we procrastinate with like excessive planning or excessive editing or you know excessive like talking about it and it these are all just ways to like avoid actually doing it and so that when we actually do it if we fail then we can say like oh well I you know I had to do it at the last minute because it took so long planning or whatever so it's that like confirmation bias and this like self-fulfilling prophecy. Like I I want to be right about this. So I have to be a martyr to be right in here fits perfectly. One of my favorite quotes, I just heard Rachel Hollis quote it, but I I know it's not hers. I also heard it in my class uh, last month, but would you rather be right or happy? And you can, you know, die alone and miserable and depressed in your rightness in your righteousness. And so like Brit, just for, you know, pointing that out, I love you so much. And I, I don't, I said it from the beginning. I don't want you guys to think that I'm better than anybody. I just want you to know that I have been through some shit and I have been unhappy and I have been depressed and I am, I feel like on the other side. And it's an active practice where I have to work on being better myself because I'm, not going to change the world. I mean, I hope that I fucking will change the world. Like I want everybody to be happier, but I can't change the world around me. I have to just be the best that I can and be the happiest that I can. And in doing that, I see things differently and I am happier that way. And so, you know, all of these moments are my edge of fear moments. Like every time I share with you is scary, but I just like, I hope that it's getting across to some of you. Um, I love you guys. Britt, thank you so much for the message. I'm just going to keep falling back to that because I don't know what else to say. What is this episode called? (laughs) <laughs> so what the fuck is going on? So in the in the podcast this morning, the perfectionism podcast, I was thinking about how I avoid, I was avoiding doing this for so long. I was talking about it, talking about it and not doing anything on it. And I also realized that I have all of these like awesome ideas, all of these like moments of courage, these brief shining lights where I'm like, I could do it or I could not do it. And you got to just, like, step into it and and just do it. Because as soon as you start doing it, it starts to become easier. And the longer you plan it, the harder it seems to be. You build up this anxiety and it's, like, this vicious circle of, like, well, I'm not doing it. And so at least I'm not failing. But, like, that's the only way we learn, you guys. Failing is scary and it's hard. But it's really, like, you don't learn if you don't fail. You just, you know... You can like cruise along and everything might be fine or it might totally suck and not be fine or be fine, but like fake fine, which is like also not great. Like, do I really want to just be faking it or would I like to like actually be happy at some point? Would I actually like to like try something that is going to scare the shit out of me a little bit? Here we go again, back to that concept of on the court versus in the stands and like when you're being a perfectionist you're totally totally in the stands you're not in life embracing life and the whole like quest for perfectionism the reality of why somebody would be like trying to play off as like looking fucking perfect and looking fucking great to everybody else is because of that desire to connect and so You know what I'm gonna say, that's what it's all about. That's what all of this is about is for deeper connections, deeper human connections with people. That's what it always is. We just want to be loved and accepted. And so if you're not accepting people who are different than you, guess what? You're gonna be really fucking lonely because everybody is different from you. And way cooler than that, everybody's different from you, but has something that they can teach you. They're better than you at something. We all have our strengths and weaknesses. And until we like recognize that and can learn how to like cooperate and exist together harmoniously, then we're all going to be really fucking lonely. And that's why like depression and chronic illness is killing us. You know, we're not like self-expressed at all. And so I am in an effort to spark a movement of self-expression in a powerful and productive manner I encourage you to send me a DM. Like, what have I, have I inspired you at all? If I have, what has made you think about something differently? And, or like, what would you like to talk about more? You know, either with my guests or episodes, just me. And seriously, I know I've asked you 100 times, but please let me know if you want to be on the show. Like, I just want people to talk to and like bounce ideas off of each other. And I want to learn that way because this is totally my therapy now and I don't have to pay for it. So, ha, that mental health and insurance companies. Um, okay. But so this will bring me to another important point that I am shocked we haven't talked about, or maybe we have, I can never remember because again, I'm like doing multiple takes. So I can't remember which ones I actually put in and what ideas actually make it to you guys. So, okay. My theory on why it seemed like there was less depression, just ge- very generally observing this in Europe was because if it seemed like there was more self-expression. It seemed like people were more encouraged to be themselves and to speak more openly, specifically about like when people would ask, which would you prefer? I actually loved that verbiage, which would you prefer? Because it's not like, what do you want for dinner? It's which would you prefer? It's very clearly like, I'm interested to know what you would like to do in this, in this instance, where in the US, we will have a back and forth. What do you want to do for dinner or you know with your significant other? Or what do you want to do when we get together on Thursday? And you go fucking back and forth and you land on something stupid like dinner or drinks instead of like first of all doing an activity together which bonds you so much more like let's meet up and take this very convenient train or bus that everyone takes and there's no stigma about or let's do an actual activity like go for a walk or meet up on our bikes so like the actual activities were like seemed to be more physical and less food and drink related generally more socializing like The uh, being able to drink outside, uh, like on a regular night at the bar, all of the other bars are allowing their patrons to also drink outside. So it felt like the whole town was like out on the street at the bar, like in London specifically. I remember getting that feeling in Galway too, but it was really really noticeable in london and of course in italy like in every city in italy it was like everybody was just outside like singing drinking eating smoking cigarettes the whole shebang so people are more upfront when they're like asking questions and answering questions it felt like there was just like a more general honesty and it also felt like people were opening up more like just a little bit more open if you asked and that probably goes back to like just that like honesty aspect and like being more open so maybe it was like me instigating their openness because of my openness I tend to do that to people let me share this thing about me so that you feel comfortable to share this thing about you but that's what I really want to encourage is like everybody to kind of encourage each other to share so that we're less closed, so that we're more accepting, um, and so that we're more open and less depressed. But it felt like people were more like just generally open. So like, I would say something like, oh, yeah, when I had an eating disorder in college, and somebody would say something like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I struggle with body dysmorphia too, or you know, I was a little bit overweight for some time during university or whatever. It was, it always seemed like significantly less serious. Like it seemed like we have worse problems in the U S and that was really sad to see. Um, And another reason why, when I like got back from the first trip i was thinking like well i guess i'm gonna go back again and then maybe like i'll like move here for a little while like i seem to spend less money and like have more fun and do more things and see more places and meet more people like it just seemed like generally better um but then when i got back the second time after living in italy for three months and like less like backpacking less traveling it was just like weekend travel uh, it was when I came back from that second trip that I realized, you know, maybe I can actually make a difference here and in, instead of running away from it and just like turning the other cheek and like pretending that if I leave, it, the problems will go away and I won't have to face them. And I also really considered just as soon as I got home from Italy the second time, just picking up and moving to the West Coast, because I was like, those are people that are more in line with where I'm at. Like I'm on this like spiritual healing journey. And like, I want to like talk to people who are like speaking my language and like I can smoke weed out there. And like people are really just, it seems like more generally accepting, but I know that like I would go there and it would it would be the same thing that it is here as it is there. And really that it probably would have found that it is in Europe also and really anywhere else, because it seems like we are just, you know, as humans, we're, we're looking, we're all fucking looking for a purpose and we all want to just love and connect with people. And so, you know, connection is what like sparks that like humanity in people and that joy and love in that. And then, so then I saw my friend posted something, reposted a meme on Instagram and it was, uh, it said, sadifornia, we're just as depressed as you, it's just sunnier or something like that. And I mean, I was already kind of, at a point where I was like, considering not leaving the East Coast, like not leaving New York for a little while. But I saw that and I was like, Oh, God, I have just been like running away from shit forever and ever. And I just want to like sit here and fucking face it for a little bit. But way bigger than that. I also want to like, instead of just disappearing, because I don't want to, because I want to be somewhere where my language is like, I realized that I can like, Teach this language a little bit, like this, like language of like. Let's talk about woo woo stuff and let's destigmatize weed and like just like have people be generally more accepting of one another and like encourage self expression and encourage people like going after what they want. Why is there only one Silicon Valley? Like, can we have one over here too? This is horseshit. So I just want to make the things that are already a thing like recycling and like limiting your like amount of waste like I just want to like make that like a more regularly talked about thing I'm not even trying to necessarily fucking change it right away like I would like like that would be great like literally in Germany I like threw my glass bottle in the wrong bin and one of the guys that I had met on my tour that I was sitting there with he was like no and like scowled at me and like showed me how to like correctly discard of my waste or dispose of my waste. And it was because it was going to be recycled. And if I we didn't put it there, it wouldn't be recycled. And in many places they take that shit really seriously. And in the U S they do not. And like, do you know how many people I've heard from that they don't even think that recycling is actually happen happening. Like I remember going to like a recycling paper plant when I was in like middle school and like thinking how freaking cool that was. And like, thinking that that was something that was important to me. And I wish that at some point I would have taken, you know, some personal responsibility for anything, but I just am grateful that it's happening now that I'm realizing that we all can make a difference. And like, I've goddamn heard that for so long. It's crazy. Like these are all such simple messages, but like, you have to see people living it and we're just not living in integrity and people aren't living this way. And so it's hard to find people to like emulate. And I'm not saying to emulate me. I'm saying to find your thing that is important to you and make a stand with it. Take a stand and make a fucking difference. You can, If everybody picked up two pieces of trash every day. There would be no more trash eventually. Like there's more humans than there is trash. Kind of. There's at least more humans that care enough about it to make any kind of difference. I know there is, but we have to actually do it. You have to actually step up to make the difference. We can't just talk about it. We're in the court. We're in the stands. We need to be on the court for this. This is like real life. Like even if you don't believe in climate change, like you must. See, like the damage that the trash is doing to the oceans and like to our planet the amazon going up in flames like that feels like a big deal and like something that i talked with a few different people about like at the end of my trip last year or uh this year where i was like i don't know when my next trip is going to be i'm going to be pretty broken another month or so and It was like, wow, I really have to make a priority of seeing these places that are going to be like totally gone in a few years. Like the Dead Sea will be like gone in a few years. And there's just there's like a few other places that literally won't exist anymore and will have never gotten to see them. You know, they will be like a distant memory, like the goddamn dinosaurs. So you guys, we can all make a difference. This episode, what the fuck is going on? Brought to you by at Liz Without a Pillow on Instagram. Um, Please, please, please screenshot this episode. Share it with your friends. If you support this, anything that we're doing here, if you want to be on the show, you know somebody that might be good on the show, everybody always says that they hate the way their voice sounds. I promise you, fucking get used to it. Just come here and talk to me. I need people here in real life. IRL, get your ass here. Get jealous. Yeah. All right. If we're not dancing, we're not doing it right. If we're not singing, did we even have a conversation? Share something vulnerable today with somebody in your life. I love you so much. See you next time.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes or find me on Instagram at Liz Without a Pillow. If you loved what you listened to or know somebody that would, please share it screenshot the episode in the podcast app, share it to your Instagram story, and tag me. If you'd like to lend your personal support, take a moment and leave a review on iTunes. We would be so grateful. Tune in next week for a brand new episode. See you then.